kick things off, we have a very special announcement to all you Jarrett and Jarrett listeners. We have established a partnership with the William Mary Sports Blog. Yes, this is big time for us and for them. Uh, it's a really nice partnership. Where we're both going to endorse each other's things, and we're going to talk about more details of what the partnership entails and different kind of exclusive things that will be available on their website, different kinds of things that they can do with um, our new way to broadcast information out through the podcast. We're very excited about it. Go check out William Mary Sports Blog on Twitter and Instagram. Go check out their site. They're a huge thing for Tribe Sports. We really appreciate it if you gave them some clicks. So go right there as soon as you can. That's right. And then today on the episode, we spend about 20 minutes just remembering and honoring Kobe Bryant, who he was as a person, who he was as a player, and just really kind of give our thoughts and condolences to um, him and his family and just kind of talk in depth about what he meant to us and what he meant to the world. Enjoy. Moment of silence for the champions, for those who make going hard a lifestyle. Never wait for nothing, gotta get it right now. I'm in the spotlight when they turn the lights down. Only a champ swing the hardest in the 12th round. I love the fourth quarter, I love the ninth inning, I love game seven. Well, Jared, the world was completely shocked taking it back and everybody is mourning the loss of Kobe Bryant an absolute legend there's really not even a lot of words to even say about how how much he impacted so many people's lives I mean me personally obviously I never met Kobe never knew Kobe but just you know the mob the mamba mentality and the different things that he stood for how he played the game just an inspiration for so many people worldwide not even just to the United States like so many people all across the world love this man in my opinion, it's probably one of the most shocking deaths since maybe Michael Jackson, to, like celebrity meaning. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's incredibly sad. And man, it's just, he's going to be missed. It, it still doesn't even feel real. Yeah. Like saying the words Kobe Bryant isn't here. Yeah. Kobe Bryant died. And yeah. it still doesn't make sense. When I first saw the, the report, it's like, I was reading it, but I, I wasn't really processing mm-hmm. what it actually meant until it actually hit me. Yeah. And then I must have looked at the wall for maybe 15 straight minutes. Yeah. It was Cause, I, yeah, so shocked, this, this, so incredibly shocked. This was a dude, any sports fan grew up watching, most sports fans grew up hating for yeah. 20 years. Yeah. But there, were, you know there was that Nike commercial um, before he retired. Like he he directed uh, the short the, film. The fan, yeah. Well, no, not even that. Oh. He it was it was a Nike commercial. He directed all these fans, could, and they were singing how much they love to hate him. And mm-hmm. who are they gonna hate when he's gone? Yeah. But like, in reality, that hate was just actually like love. They love seeing him play, even yeah. though they said they hated him just because he wasn't on their team. Mm-hmm. The impact he had for the game of basketball is second to none. Second to none, and. Obviously, we're not going to sit here and, and debate who's who's the best all time. We're not going to, you know, put Kobe it there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but his impact, like you said, on the sport of basketball, on everyone's lives, is really second to none, especially when it comes to the NBA. I mean, I would say him and Mike and LeBron have all equally impacted mm-hmm. so many people in such a big way and shaped the way that the NBA is. I mean, Kobe maybe even more so in the terms of impact in the game, you don't say MJ when you shoot 
of paper into yeah. the garbage basket. You don't say LeBron. No. You say Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. There's not there's not one person. Mm-hmm. And you do that iconic fadeaway. I mean, it was, yeah. It, you have to yeah. do a little little jab fadeaway every mm-hmm. time. Yeah. It's. He was. <sighs> I don't. Yeah. I, I, there's really no words for it because, again, this is someone you saw on the television every night. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm 21 since as long as I've been alive. Yeah, it was funny. I was I was talking to my brother last night and we were talking about it, and I was like, it literally seemed not that long ago, like we were watching those iconic late 2000s NBA Finals battles with the Boston Celtics. Jeez, yeah. And it was like it was like them in Boston in the series. I want to say maybe three years in a row. Maybe maybe even four years in a row because I know the Celtics won one, maybe two, and then Kobe won two. And I mean, my gosh, I was I was still a little too young to really remember the Kobe Shaq days. Yeah, but obviously, it was dominance. All the highlights. I mean, a three P. The two of them together were arguably one. I mean, arguably one of the best teams of all time. And people always rag, ragged on Kobe because he couldn't. They said couldn't he, could, he couldn't do it without Shaq. Yeah. And then he did it. Then he did it twice. Twice, yeah. yeah. With he, no, I mean, you had Gasol, who's, had, who's a superstar. Derek, I mean, yeah, Derek but Fisher, but Derek Fisher wasn't. He's yeah, not. He's not. He's, he's not, not another, sh- yeah. another superstar like Shaq was. Like Kobe really did it himself at the yeah. end of the day. Twice. Mm-hmm. Twice with nobodies. Yeah, that's and that's then, unheard of. Obviously, we could sit here and list his on the court accomplishments, pages and pages and pages. I mean, we'd be here all night. But I think even the the cooler thing. And it just spoke to the testament of who Kobe was, was all of his like off the field stuff. Like always like he was like into the writing children's books. I mean, mm-hmm. he's such a family man, like very, yeah. very active with his wife and daughters. And had tons of charities and foundations exactly. and like to help people, young kids, especially yeah. his focus was on young kids, developing them to become leaders in life and in sports. Yeah. I, um, actually I saw a speech from, uh, at the ESPYs in 2016, I, I forget what award he won, but it, it actually might have been for his his short video when he retired. When he, when he, I think it was titled "Dear Basketball," but he won some award and he was given a speech at the ESPYs three or four years ago. And um, he basically said, like, the thing that I want to be remembered for is not necessarily my basketball like skills and mm-hmm. the stats and all that stuff, but he just wants to be remembered as someone that inspired other people to do better in anything. And you know, he said that what four years ago when he retired and within within only four years he had already done so 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 much that was off the court along with all the things that he had done on the court and he truly was and he truly is going to be remembered as that he's going to be remembered for how he inspired people yeah his his exactly not only one of the greatest basketball players of all time but also his humanitarian work like i'm reading this right now he helped raise more than 81 million dollars for cancer research yeah he granted 250 make a wish uh foundations yeah. for kids mm-hmm. like this dude generally genuinely cares about people he, he cared about humanity and yeah. i was i was reading something on twitter like the day he passed and he like would personally go out of his way just him like it's not something that was pre-set up there was a car crash mm-hmm. and uh, i saw that too. In, yeah. New- in newport it was um, only a couple months ago yeah, yeah only a couple months ago and there was a car crash and then this man ran Comforted the little kids who's who was involved in the car crash who, who saw it, and then he helped direct traffic he directed when traffic. no one yeah. was there. When Until no the one else, came. yeah, yeah. Like, like, how do you? Just an all-around great, great human being. There's no, it's like selfishness. 
there there was the running joke that he never passed the ball. But selfishness isn't a word in Kobe's vocabulary. Yeah. This dude, He's a very caring person. This dude would would he would lay on the wire so the other guy could crawl over him. Yeah. So he wouldn't have so the other guy wouldn't have to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Like that was the type of dude Kobe was. Yeah. And then the other thing that's really hit me is, you know, the last three or four months that meme of him sitting courtside with um Gianni. With Gigi, yeah. And um, you know, him like talking to her and like using the hand motions and it was like a running meme and right. people were like, you know, putting different captions on it and things. It was funny. And then, I, I, you know, that was resurfacing a lot, obviously, the last, you know, 24 hours, 48 hours. And, um, like, taking the meme aside, like, it just goes to show you, like, how much he loved not only Gigi, but all of his daughters and his family. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just a very involved dad, especially with how busy he was with NBA Slate and, you know, being that famous living in L.A. I mean, just just an incredible guy all the way around. <laughs> My, you said, you were saying that was your favorite uh me with him my my favorite gif of him was when he was talking to some fam when he was he was injured mm-hmm. for a game and he held up one two three four five rings yeah and looked at that guy and said, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, got, I got five i got five yeah <laughs> oh man gosh gosh it's, it hits it hits and it's it's weird because like we don't even know not at all he doesn't even know who we are no and so many people like that around the world that never met him and he doesn't have a clue who they are are mourning his loss and like deeply deeply hurt and it it goes to show how much of a cultural impact he had not even for basketball not even in the country but worldwide yeah you saw i think it was neymar gave a salute to kobe after he scored a game that's in europe europe yeah the the impact he had is his planetary yeah the mamba mentality is like knows no language like that is universal it is completely universal and just what he stood for of hard work dedication like whatever you put your mind to you can accomplish just like willing things to happen and putting them into existence that's what the mamba mentality was and that resonated with so many people and yeah i mean as it's now our job to continue to carry on that legacy yeah, that was deep. Yeah, it was, man. That, that that gave me goosebumps, Jared. That was that was pretty good. That was good. But for Kobe, the mom mentality it wasn't something he adopted. It was something he needed because yeah. he couldn't. He said in many interviews and many quotes he had, he could not live with himself if he failed. Mm-hmm. He said, "If I if I called myself a failure, that's something worse than death." Wow. He couldn't live with being wow. a failure. He he would work nonstop until he won. Wow. And that goes to show, even he he directed, you said he did yeah. a short film, won a freaking Oscar. Well, yeah. Won an Oscar. First time he'd ever done anything like that. For, and he won. Yeah. The best. That's he he really was. would he strive to a, be the best at anything he, he did. He was a class A person in every aspect. He didn't want to be a director. He wanted to be an Oscar winner. He yeah. didn't want to be a basketball player. He wanted to be the MVP, uh, a world champion. Yeah. He wanted to be a legend. Yeah. He didn't want to be a father. He wanted to be the best father. That's right. Yeah. He didn't want to be just some girls AAU basketball coach. He was the best basketball coach. Yeah, I was, you know, kind of last thing here for me. But I, there was this video that I saw two or three years ago, and I was going through like a, a knee injury, kind of down on myself, and it was uh, Jay Williams, right? And he was talking about Kobe, and um, he was talking about just the Mamba mentality and, and how he saw it firsthand. And he said, one night they were playing the Lakers. 
and he got to the he got to the arena probably four or five hours early, and uh, he well, he wanted to get there like super early and get some shots up, and he walked out there and Kobe's on the other end of the court, yeah, just going through drills, and he said he's he's, not, he's already working up a sweat. Yeah, he was drenched in sweat, like working really hard at these drills, and uh, Jay Williams was like, oh, shoot, like I better start grinding too, mm-hmm. and um, thir- Jay Williams was like thirty or forty five minutes in, and Kobe's like still still going. still going. And Jay's like, man, like, I don't know what, like, I want to stop, but like, this guy's still going. So like, I guess I got to keep going. So finally Jay, like, like he called it quits and he went in mm-hmm. and, um, Kobe was still out there. So then after the game, um, well, at, during the game, during the game, Kobe, Kobe drops dropped 40. Yeah. He dropped yeah. 40 points. Kobe drops 40 on that. <laughs> he, he, don't a, worry. He dropped yeah, 40 drops points. 40 on him. Gives him a yeah. fat bucket. And then after the game, Jay Williams goes up to him and he's like, I like he's like I have to understand what you do like what is this about I, I can't I can't grasp like my head why why were you there for so long yeah well for exactly for why why were you working out so long before the game and Kobe's response was basically like I wanted to send a message to you basically saying like no matter how hard you work you will never outwork me ever and it's just it's like that's who he was that, it really it's who he was that's, yeah <laughs> that is that's that's something you can't. You can't teach. I feel like it's something that's extremely hard to develop, too. Yeah. Because even you see world-class athletes, world-class athletes, world-class people in any of craft, pop culture, Mm -hmm. music, art, sing, sports, Mm -hmm. whatever you have, people would make fun of Kobe. Like, it would be a a laughing, a, a running gag that, oh, Kobe just, he works, like, so hard, like, people make fun of him for it because they didn't even understand how much he even worked. And it goes to show that world-class people in any industry still got outworked by Kobe Bryant. Yeah. That, that, (laughs) it, yeah, it it still doesn't even, doesn't seem real. It It doesn't seem real because he, he was a superhero. Yeah, he really was. I think about all my friends growing up as kids. Everybody had a Kobe jersey. Everybody had a Kobe poster in their room. Yeah. He was an icon. He was an icon like Jordan was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's so he, sad. He was our generation's Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Wow, that was, that was heavy. That was heavy. <laughs> Man. I don't even know how we transition. It still feels weird talking about it. Trifectas. Trifectas. Let's do it. Top three favorite Kobe moments. Top three Kobe moments of all time. All right. Go first. My favorite Kobe moment was the one I saw. I remember I was when I saw it. Was when he tore his Achilles. And he sunk both both of those free throws. And then walked off of his own power off the court. You tear an Achilles, people in stretchers... The medics are coming. Yeah. They're they're getting they're picking you up off yeah. the floor. Kobe was curling Curl, over, yeah, in pain, pain. In so much pain. They say it's one of the most painful like injuries you can suffer as an athlete, and one of the most debilitating. Yes. Yeah. And this man said, "I I can't. I have to hit, I have my, to free hit my free throws. Hit them both. <laughs> hit both of them off one leg in absolute pain. Yeah. Not on, I mean not on one leg, but." One good leg. One good leg. Yeah. In absolute pain. And then he just walked off. Like, yep, that's it. Yeah. He could pro- he would probably play if if it was like anything else. Anything else. And the other cool part about that story that you're talking about is 
So he had the, had the Achilles injury, in, I think it was 2013, right? Yeah. And that's in the twilight of his career. And an Achilles injury, if you're in the prime of your career, can completely change the trajectory yep. of your career. I mean, it's a completely career-altering injury, injury for an athlete. And he's late, he's getting old in his career. And Kobe comes back from the injury like a year later and still makes an all-star game and still is a, like, a very great scorer for another two or three more years until he retires. Just, it's incredible. It really is. Yeah. All right, my first pick, and I remember specifically where I was. I was at my house and I watched this live. was his last game when he dropped 60. <laughs> yep. And it was just like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Like, it was just incredible. It really was. There was not a better way he could have gone out. And for that game to be so tight and down the stretch, he hits just shot after shot after shot, like every single one going in and just wills the Lakers to a, a victory. And that's that's something else. This man, he had to win. Yeah. He's, I think he's 38. He was 38 years old. When he retired. Yeah, that yeah. was his last yeah. game, right? Yeah. Michael Jordan wasn't close to how good Kobe was. At Late in the career. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Kobe dropped 60 points. That's one of the top top points of all time all in a single time. game. Yeah. And he was 38. 38. Yeah. His last ever game, he dropped 60. It was epic. It was so epic. It literally gives me Michael, chills. Michael Jordan in his prime dropped 63. Yeah. Kobe dropped 60 in his last game. Game. Gosh. The, the, I mean... It's incredible. It really is. <laughs> he was... I don't... I just don't understand. Yeah. All right. What's your next one? So, it's one of the most famous Kobe videos okay. that's out there. It's when um, he doesn't flinch in the inbounds pass. Yeah. Barnes. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... You know, they did the aerial view. It was like, oh, uh, like Matt, like Matt and Kobe weren't on uh -huh. the same, uh, on the same what, plane, plane or whatever. Yeah, yeah. same plane. Yeah. And it was funny because Matt, in an interview, was like, no, I, I threw it at Kobe's yeah. face. It was like Kobe an inch from his face. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I, I did it specifically to get him to, to back off so he could get an easier pass out. Yeah. And then when Kobe didn't flinch, Matt was like, Kind of scared me a little yeah. bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, he he's he was a stone cold killer. He really was. He that man had no fear in the court. He knew he was the baddest dude out there every time every he stepped time. out, both ways, offense and defense. He knew he was the best one out there, and yeah. he'd play like it too. Yeah, he he. Mm. I just don't. All right, my second pick. Um, this isn't necessarily like this is this is a moment, but it's also just like I've seen that this clip played so many times in like a ton of sports documentaries and all these different like hype videos and stuff is the iconic clip of the show. Or I guess that's not considered the Showtime Lakers, but like the two thousand Lakers with him and with him and Shaq and Kobe throwing that lob to Shaq in the oh, NBA Finals. Yeah, that was Shaq that game seven. I want to say I think it was maybe game five or six, but it was the end of the game to win the yeah. uh, Finals. And it's just so iconic. He just tosses it up there, and Shaq just hammers it down. And it's like, gosh, I've seen that clip so many times. So many times. Oh, it, it was Game 7. It was Game 7? Yeah, okay. Game 7 of the 2000 Western Conference Finals. Yeah. The, the alley-oop to Shaq. Epic. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely I would, epic. I, I mean, I was obviously I was way too young to remember that. But mm -hmm. y you're right. You see the videos 
That's so one of the first times. things you see in a Kobe in a Kobe highlight reel. Yeah. Is is that clear? And then Shaq pointing to Kobe exactly. with both hands. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's ex- it's literally like, oh my gosh. He's he's got that little like face like, ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <clears throat> so my last one is I don't want to say it because I didn't watch the game. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna say it, by all means go ahead. But what I'm gonna say is uh, it's something a little. It's not a moment, okay. But it, it's a facet of Kobe. Okay, was his sense of humor. I mm. loved the ESPN commercials he had. So and good. Again, what I talked about the Nike commercial, like he knew and he was aware of the hate he had. Yeah. And the one commercial I'm thinking to right now is Jalen Rose is seeing Kobe at a restaurant, and he's like. Cause he's like, ah, like crap. There's Kobe. Cause he was mm-hmm. talking crap about him the the night before and on ESPN. And he's like, oh, what's up, Kobe? Like trying to be yeah, all friendly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Kobe was just being friendly, and the waiter came by, and he said to Kobe, "What would you like to drink?" And he's Kobe said, "I'll have a a, a martini." Mm-hmm. And the guy said, "How many olives?" And Kobe looked at Jalen Rose, dead face at eighty one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and it it just goes to show, and this was an ESPN commercial, so mm-hmm. obviously both both parties knew yeah. like this isn't real, but Kobe was well aware, and he had a great sense of humor about the hate he had, yeah, and he was very willing to be a part of it, mm-hmm. and that's something I really appreciated about him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So for my last one, obviously I know you kind of alluded to, it, but I gotta go with the career high eighty one points. I mean. I'm pretty sure that's the highest point total in a game ever since Will Chamberlain's 100. Yeah. And when you think about it, 81 points in a game is, I mean, that is insane. It is literally insanity. 2006 versus Toronto. And it wasn't like, I mean, he, he definitely shot a lot of shots, but he was 60% from three and, and 53% from the field. So, I mean, he was he was, just, he was hot and he was just draining everything. And, yeah, 81 points speaks for itself. That is an all-time phenomenal single-game performance. Yeah, it. you said it. It was the second most of all time yeah. behind Will. It's the most all-time of a Laker. Yeah. I mean, and technically speaking, it's the most all-time points in a game that's been televised because Will's game wasn't televised. televised. Yeah. So there's kind of a little debate if it even happened. But, I mean, of course it happened, yeah. but no one saw it. The conspiracists out there. Yeah. yeah. You never know. I might be one. <laughs> but oh, 81 man. points, that's... You just can't do that. You can't. You can't. It, <laughs> played 42 minutes, 27 points in the third quarter, 28 points in the fourth. That's insane. If you have 28 points in a game, that's, that's really good. That's, that's a huge that's a solid set. game. Yeah. You had 55 points and a half. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's absolutely insane. And there was another game. He had sixty-two points in three quarters. Really? Yeah. It was uh it was against the Mavericks in 05. Wow. Yeah. See, he was on pace to do it again. He scored sixty-two points in thirty-two minutes. Gosh, man. When he, yeah, when he was hot, he was no one could touch him. <clears throat> it's it's sad though that we have to look back on it now at a time like this. Yeah. And just realize and appreciate how good he was. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people kind of wish that the thing they said, like they could take it back. Yeah. In terms of like the hating him, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, good stuff, bad stuff. Yeah. 
But at the end of the day, Kobe's he is an all-time great. Yes. That goes without saying. Without saying. He will be first He's ballot, unanimous, Hall of Fame. Definitely Duffy. first ballot. No question. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he won some congressional medal yeah. like citizenship, like citizenship. Post-mort- like yeah. posthumous award. I agree. I agree. I mean, he, he was a special man. He really, he really was. was. And there's a lot of athletes today, professionally, that are just in it for the money. And just they only they don't really care about they treat it more ways, like a job. They, they don't and they don't care about ways to give back because mm. they're like I have it now, it's it's online because I worked for it, which is fine. I mean, yeah, you did, but this man realized that he could do a lot with his gifts and his talents and his money. Yeah, and he made it a point to give back, and especially his time. Yeah, time time is a valuable thing, and he used it, especially after he retired, on everyone else except for him. Yeah. That's something that that's something that has to be recognized. 